When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast. This morning I have with me the co-writer and director uh, of a heartfelt little family film about a girl that's just trying to figure out her past. No! Uh, this is a uh, not a heartfelt little family film. This is a dark and more than marginally twisted take on a classic novel. Gail, stay away from Oz. With me, director Daniel Alexander, all the way from the UK. How are you this afternoon for you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm still trying to work out the time difference, but I'm I'm absolutely fine. I am good. Rush, rushing to get to this interview that I've been excited for. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the conversation. Uh, well, let's let's talk about it. So, Gail, based on the uh, the the Frank L. Baum novel, the the, the Wizard of Oz novels, um, mm-hmm. this is a short film. It's 28 minutes, but I know there's more. I yes. know there's more out there because two reasons. A, you tell us at the end. Uh, with that, with the lovely to be continued, but two, if you watch the trailer, there's so much more in there. Um, did you did you set it up that way? I, I know indie film is is different, and sometimes funding can lapse, and availability can lapse, and your actors can do the thing, so you get this much shot, and then you have to stop. Um, yeah. What? So first off, why do we have 28 minutes of what I know you want to be a bigger project? Sure. So, I mean, initially, the short film was always supposed to be a taster for the feature film that we want to put into production. So the idea was to introduce the audience to the world and the kind of backstory of what we're trying to set up. So essentially, we're we're finding Dorothy when she is now in her twilight years after a lifetime of trauma. Um, And instead of kind of writing that, or kind of putting it out there on, on some form of blog, it was a case of, no, let's just create a short a, a short story to visually show the tone that we want to kind of carry forward into the feature film, which we are now, you know, in the process of making happen. Well, that is that is excellent. And and uh, at least from the short, there isn't so much focus on Dorothy. Um, mm-hmm. There's a young lady named Emily Gale, uh, who we find out who she is in relation. Um, it's an interesting take and it does immediately allow you go to go into some dark places not like the source material is all fuzzy puppies and unicorns and rainbows by any stretch mm-hmm. of the imagination there's some darker yeah. stuff in there um but you know hollywood when they made oz obviously it was there were scary bits but it was more of a happy colorful place um return to oz with faruka ball uh darker didn't wasn't quite as accepted um Mm -hmm. can i just say that i think the approach that you have with the short and the tone that you've established with the short i think might allow and maybe maybe horror sensibilities have changed i don't know but i think that's going to allow audiences to maybe kind of accept this version of oz a little better than maybe they were ready to in the in the past is that something do you consider that the 
the evolution of the audience when you're yeah, looking I mean, at it? Or, or have there things where you're like, I don't know if they're ready for that yet? Or yeah, it's, it's it's a tricky it's a tricky landscape to kind of navigate because you know essentially it's a classic. You, you you're touching a classic, something that traditionally people don't like to be messed around with, but. I am really, really keen on enjoying the journey. I, I, I want a Wizard of Oz that I want to watch in this modern day today. Do you know what I mean? And, and reading the novels and, and understanding the source material, it's very dark anyway. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, it feels like it lends itself towards where I'm trying to take the story anyway. Like if you were to just kind of put it down on paper and, and kind of list some of the elements of, um, you know, demonic looking creatures, witchcraft, other worlds, other realms. It's it sounds like a horror film anyway. So that's how I kind of interpreted the return to us. It felt very dark, especially at the age that I was watching it as oh, well. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm I'm really hoping that the the direction that we're taking the film will allow audiences to uh, not necessarily separate themselves from all of the the Wizard of Oz material from beforehand, but just understand that this is a very particular direction that we go in a very particular story and and kind of tone that we're trying to set. And it's and it's not a huge departure. I mean, um, the Wheelers, that's you know he wrote those, and those are still just creepy as hell. Um, yeah, and yours look great uh, in in this. They're they're designed well. I love the uh, that was awesome. Uh, but yeah, I mean there there are some horrific elements to it. Um, and I think uh, what I like about the short that we've got is uh, there's it is. There, there are those aspects to it, but I really did love the, the psychological trauma, mm-hmm. which is what, which is what Emily is dealing with through this film. So even assuming a lot of things about Oz, um, this, you know, this could almost, almost be made in a vacuum just as a, a weird psychological thriller, um, separate from the Oz, uh, the, the Oz source material. So, um, how much thought or research did you put into maybe looking at that angle, that, that psychological thriller aspect of it, as opposed to more horrific, openly horrific elements? Well, to be fair, that is very much the, the genesis of the idea that I had for the film anyway. Um, I really wanted to kind of lean into the psychological aspect of the film. I knew that with the teaser, I had to kind of lean more into um, some more of the horror elements to kind of get the conversation going to allow us the the door to open to to allow us to kind of tell the story that we want to tell. Um, but really, the the source of the story is looking at the psychological trauma that Dorothy has gone through and how that has been passed down hereditary for, to, to her family and the people that are coming before her as well. Um, to kind of play in parallel to what I see in real life with, with people that I care about very much, where somebody will suffer with something for a very long time. Um, a very long, long part of their life. And then as they're getting older, you're seeing those same patterns being repeated to the people that are coming after them because it's things that have not been treated. It's things that will be passed on, whether it's through behavior, whether it's through, um, you know, just through DNA, (laughs) DNA memory. There's so many different ways that trauma can be kind of passed down. And that's really the heart of the film. It's about whether whether ours is even real or not is kind of the second question to Emily and what she's suffering and trying to find um, the, the root of the, the problem and trying to research her family, her family lineage, essentially, and, and stuff that we, we try to do today. Like, if we, you know, if you go to a doctor 
and you have um, certain medical issues, the first thing they want to do is start trying to trace back into your family tree and try to see if there's any history of this. And that is very much what I'm trying to do with this film as well. It's very much about um, hereditary. It's very much about family lines and things getting passed down. Um, okay, so here's a here's an obvious question. Why does it, why does a guy from the UK want to make a choose uh, the story of a girl from Kansas? Uh, to, 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 to wrap this up in, I mean, England has a rich literary history. Uh, what Mm -hmm. is it about Oz that put it above any, anything that you have natively? Um, I think the the biggest thing for me is I grew up in a time where The Wizard of Oz, The Return to Oz, those type of fantastical films were the norm. Though for me, when I think about nostalgia and think about the the stories that kind of shaped my creativity and my love for telling stories, were all American based anyway. Like here in the UK, we have a massive rich history. Of, uh, of of amazing films, but for the time that I was growing up, the exposure was very much american fantasy films american um psychological films american horror films it was very much there and the wizard of Oz for me felt very universal i never watched things as a as a child or even just a younger adult and put them down to locations and geographical places in the world it was a case of this is just an experience you know what i mean like the wizard of Oz for me is, is telling so many different stories and so many layers that i i don't even bury myself in the elements of okay this is Dorothy this is she's from Kansas she's from America Midwest all all of these things don't even matter to me anymore it's a case of the story the root of the story is what really speaks to me um and upon saying that as well I'm pretty sure the return to us was also filmed in the UK as well so that felt like a little bit of a hook in a sense of okay let's keep this tradition up you know I'm trying to tell a story that in in some ways is the um continuation of of the return to us as well so i just thought that was a a nice little chink that i found at at some point as well along the journey but hey look if you enjoy what you're seeing and hearing on the visually stunning movie podcast why not take a second to click subscribe if you're on youtube click follow wherever you're listening to us uh you know follow us on twitter at vs movie podcast same over on facebook if you're on uh instagram It's Visually Stunning Movie Podcast. That would be awesome for us. We appreciate you listening. And now let's get back to the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Your your cast is also, I think, all English, British. Oh, no, we've got... So, um... Chloe, I know Chloe is... Chloe's English. 
Laura who plays Emily. Or nice she... accent, by the way. <laughs> okay, she... yeah, she, she, oh, she's good. She's talented. She's talented. But notice two, we've got we've got Clara, and so we the person playing um, the psychologist Laura mm. and the person who um, is at the Gala State, Clara. They're both um, Native Americans. I'd say Native Americans. They're native to America. <laughs> yes, there you go. Native American, yeah. completely different meaning. <laughs> completely different thing. You're completely but, different uh, thing. Yeah, but no, they, I, well, they, they live here though. They live in the UK. Yeah, and and unfortunately, as as a person that moved around a lot as a kid, I know if you live someplace too long, you start picking things up. Uh, I also <laughs> do know that if you go back, it's it's kind of easy to revert. So yeah. hopefully they they were able to shed that. But no, they're uh, they're great. I, I again, Chloe's accent is great. I had to look it up. I was like. She she American. I wasn't oh, sure. Wow. It's like, oh no, she's English. Okay, that's good. Um, but again, I'm I'm I have a weird American accent. So because mine is from all over the place, so it's tough for me to go. I actually don't know if that's a good American accent because <laughs> I can tell if it's a good Southern accent or a good Northeastern accent. But after okay. that, it's just like, yeah, that sounds American. Um, okay, a lot and a lot of British actors actually are really, really good at that. Those and those silly Aussies can all manage to do a really good American accent. Uh, but yeah. but but Chloe is great uh, in this, and and Laura, who plays the the psychologist, um, mm-hmm. I love the subtle nod to TikTok. Yeah, and, I'm so and, glad that you got that as well. Um, Very few. But have, have, have to to be that. fair, most people are just going to see that. And is there? I mean, there's a couple things that that will just scare the bejesus out of people. Um, the the piano theme to Halloween, everyone will immediately get scared and look over their shoulder. The sound of a metronome is just it just starts to get in your brain, and and it can become terrifying. <laughs> it really can. But it was it was a nice little nod. I was like, ah, he 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 went there. It's nice. I like it. Subtle, uh, <laughs> subtle but welcome. Not not uh, not uh, not overt and oh my god I can't believe they did that so that happens okay. a lot uh, so no I appreciate you you put a lot of little things in here uh, for people to look at I'll be interested to see how well you know fan service can be bad I don't think what you're doing is fan service I think what you're doing is right uh, which is which is good um, let's talk about where people can watch this though uh, sure. as as near as I can tell and please correct me as I'm wrong it it's a you can watch it on Chilling which is a new service um yes it's online it's got an app uh and you know they they their their line is they kind of cater to the more independent film the smaller filmmakers but they also have a, a wider variety of horror movies as well um how did you find them what have they done for you and what are they doing for for independents like you no sure so i thought so when i when i first put together the concept um trailer essentially and, and it went out to the world and it went viral very quickly and i was i was contacted by so many different companies so many different production companies but i i've, I've been doing this for a while now and although i've not worked in the the hollywood system i'm very aware of the structure of most production companies and how it can become just a, a monetization um, journey or it can be very soulless so despite having numerous offers for you know come on we'll come on board and you know we'll we'll help you make this feature or we'll give you the money to do x y and z it didn't really interest me because i'd never want to be in a position where i'm creating something that isn't at least authentic to me so um chilling i mean i can't remember which of the guys popped up but we we had a brief conversation you know they were just talking about the trailer and talking about their platform and how they were about to transition from audio to visual 
And I just really loved the authenticity of the company and how they really cared about um, what I was doing and, and, you know, potentially taking things further in the future, maybe, you know, turning things into a feature film. And it just felt like it was one of those companies where you could kind of go on a journey together. So as they're kind of transitioning into this world, I'm transitioning into into this feature world. And because they were so authentic and, and, and really cared about independent um, filmmakers and didn't want to get in the way and didn't want to, you know, butcher the story that I wanted to turn and turn it into something, you know, we'd, we'd love to blood and that's going on they were very much like no we, we trust you do your thing and that's what they did they just let me do my thing but we're always there to support so that kind of relationship for me was was key it was a whole point of of me doing this in the first place to find somebody that i could kind of you know go on this journey with and, and chilling's you know been amazing so far um so on that note let's uh let's talk about what what we can look for moving forward in terms of of the the gale universe uh, what, sure. what do you what do you got in work? What do you what are you hoping to have done? You know, when? Um, because, again, I know there's already stuff out there and I'm, I'm keen to see it. Uh, and I know other people will if they watch this as well. So what where are you at in the, in, in this process now moving forward? No problem. So we're just in a process right now of just perfecting the, the last little bits of the story. Um, so we want to just make sure that the story that we're telling moving forward is the, the one that is right for, for us all, the one that we can that I can live with and, and kind of look in the mirror and be like, yeah, this is, regardless of how this turns out, I'm so happy that I got to tell this authentic story. Um, and then we just want to push full steam ahead on making the feature film and having it reach as many people across the world as possible. Uh, any plans to start shooting? I mean, in, in, a, in an ideal world, we would start shooting next year. In an ideal, yes, but we in don't live in an ideal world. You, in this in this day and age, you never know what's going to pop up from from one day to the to, to the next. But the plan is um, to get things moving pretty quickly. I mean, everything everything that we need in the sense of the story that we're trying to tell is is there mechanically. Do you know what I mean? It's just the you know making sure that when we because as soon as you pull the triggers, you know, on making a film, there isn't really time for any kind of right. revisions turn back so anything it's full steam ahead whether it's right or wrong so this is the point where we have the luxury working outside of hollywood to to kind of just take that extra little bit of time to make sure that the story is the most um important thing along the journey and and something that will always kind of hone everything back to do you have your cast or are we yeah I, so i still want to work i still want to work with the the guys that you've seen in the um in a short but we are really trying to work on some big big surprises for for the feature so you know some faces that that you you'd be familiar with nice i look forward to that um uh thanks for coming on thanks for talking about uh gail stay away from oz uh tell everyone where they can follow you on social media or the film project if you've got an outlet for that awesome so if people haven't already got the app chilling definitely get that um i'm on instagram mainly at daniel alexander films and yeah i can't help but talk about everything i'm doing anyway so you'll you'll see the journey there <laughs> all right i appreciate it uh again thanks for coming on and uh, i look forward to hearing from you in the future i appreciate it thank you very much